Hi. Yeah. How have we not? Have we played Pink Floyd on here yet? Uh, yeah, there was one. There was one that we did. I don't remember which one it was. We don't do it nearly enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, of all the bands that will come and snatch their songs away, this is one of the bands. You can't do too much of their song. They'll, Mm-mm, they'll not at find all. you. They're worse than Lars. <laughs> well, this could get us then. And that's the end of the road for two drink minimum. <laughs> We've had a good time. <laughs> um, hey, I'm Nick. That's Neil. Yep, yep. Uh, two drink minimum podcast. This is a impromptu, a bit of an impromptu deep dive tonight. Well, we... Uh we got some shit going on this weekend, so... We're kind of busy guys. We're not actually doing a full one this weekend. Yeah. We've got some uh, special guests that are going to take care of that for us. Yeah. But I had this... Uh... So, it turns out I, I may actually be more of a philosopher than I thought I was. Yeah, just out there philosophizing. Meaning... <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> I saw some really interesting YouTube videos this week about the human perception of reality. And it really got me <clears throat> thinking. Because, you know, like, like, you know, biology is like the view of of life itself sure um Mm -hmm. chemistry is the view of matter and it's it's and then physics is is actually a way of 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 expressing reality sure and turns out since i like a lot of uh theoretical type physics that makes me more of a philosopher than uh not 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 a philosopher of the mind more of a philosopher on the on the subject of of reality sure uh, well i think that there's a lot of philosophy in science honestly well i mean they're kind of has philosophizing to be. because you gotta you gotta come up with the problem and the first issue the first response try to solve it is always going to be your own take on that's it, what which theor- is more I of mean, a philosophical reach than I mean, that's really like reach. the the uh, debates that they would have over theorems, right? Like, I mean, that's really philosophy in a way. It's it's factual based philosophy as much as possible, unless it's government funded. So you know, philosophy. Is, is he philosophizing? Oh no, I forgot. I left the dog outside. Oh. Uh, Hi, Shelby. She's probably madder because I left her out there, too. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, Kay? So, I don't really know how I'm going to broach this since I don't write anything down. And I try to rely on my very spotty memory to try to uh, put these together. These two brilliant minds have spotty <laughs> memories. Get out of here. I I just... <laughs> you know, okay, so... You look at life, like 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 the physical side of, of things, physics. Matter is just a condensation of energy. 
it's it's so we're all just uh slow moving energy is what mm-hmm. is what we are sure yeah and we all and, vibrate we all yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and as we're we're moving it's like what reality is to me is not the same thing as it is. Like there are certain things that are, that are almost like a physical law, you know, like like gravity exists for both of us. Sure. You know, light exists for both of us, Mm -hmm. but there are certain, you know, our conscious mind dictates how we interpret the reality that we experience. Sure. So all of us can have these, such dramatically different realities while experiencing a shared existence. A shared one. Yeah, shared existence. And yep. it's it, it's it blows my mind sometimes to think of the fact that my life is so much different than everybody else's just simply based on that fact that that the way that I see the information or I feel it or I hear it, my brain interprets it in a certain fashion and that becomes a reality for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's all subjective. Yes. That's, that's one of the things that's hit me the hardest in the last few years is the thought process of all, all of this life is really just through the perception and eyes of the people that are trying to live it right so our perceptions of the things around us and the things that happen to us and even really even the colors that we see i mean just my interpretation of the green cornfield behind you could look completely different Mm. in your mind than it does in mine i've actually had that thought before like just because this is what brown looks like to me well we have just said that this is brown yeah like but so, we, you we, perceive this color exactly. your way, that and I perceive it my way. I know exactly what brown looks like what, through your the, eyes. I mean, do, yeah. Does that mean that any of us truly know what colors? And that's probably part of the reason that some color combinations look better to some people than it does to others. Well, Which, I have. Uh, I don't. That's there, just, there, there's a. There is a. Um, it's a genetic trait that to a degree can happen in men but for the most part can only happen in women where they can see thousands more shades of color than right. most men yep. can see. Yep. I actually passed that test like I can see a lot more differences in colors. Shit. Yeah. But not to the extent that that most women can. Like yeah. some you know you put two shades of green next to each other and most dudes would be like that's the same shade and right. women would be like those are very different. Until you put them like right up beside each other, yeah. and then you're well, like, "Oh wait, then, those are different." Even then, sometimes, well, it's, yeah, it's hard to discern. But uh, well, I think all of our experiences are unique, I, and I think that you know, even if you go past like what the color of something is, and that's a good analogy. But like, even like to me, I feel like some people's brains work either quick, more quickly is a bad way to put it. Some of them, some people just have a little bit more well, CPU power than others. Well, it's, it's, okay, so unlike, they have a, unlike a computer, in other areas, unlike right? a computer, our brains can think parallel, mm-hmm. parallel, parallelism yeah. to each to our to ourselves. Right, meaning that we can think of many different things at the same. Like our brain is constantly running and constantly processing information. Yeah, 
in, in a way that we we cannot design a computer to do. Well, no, yeah, computer there's so many inputs that we're taking it all at one time. That's why this yeah. uh, this one guy I was watching was saying like that that fact alone puts like a conscious AI computer just always yeah. out of reach. Yep, based on current technology now of course you started getting quantum computers it gets a little different sure but yep it was there was this uh thing i saw it was called panpsychism panpsychism okay what is that it's it's a philosophical change. type study to where everything can have an attributed consciousness meaning maybe maybe not the way you and i understand consciousness but that nothing is deterministic everything has prejudice everything has uh, a, uh everything happens due to a choice or an exertion of will so yeah what the google says is panpsychism is the view that all things have a mind or a mind-like quality yeah. Yeah. So not necessarily conscious the way you and I think of consciousness. Right. But consciousness, but a, a, conscious a, in their own way. A will, per sure. se. Sure. So I said many, many years ago, I used to like to have a little thought uh, problem. No, that's not the right experiments? word. Experiments? Yeah, like thought experiments yeah. in my yeah. own head. And I came up with one, driving my truck, like I, that's where I always come up with my best one, where this universe is so massive. Mm-hmm. And there's a theory called the lonely earth theory, meaning that it's one of the theories that we are the only life, the, o the, only, the only conscious forward thinking life in the universe. And, and th they say that because the probability of us being right here, right now, having this in this form is so the number is so large as it. Oh, it's statistically impossible. impossible. Yeah. It's just highly, highly improbable. And it's nearly statistically impossible. Like they're saying that that for everything that has happened in the last four and a half billion years, in order, each step when it needed to be taken, being taken, it's very unlikely. Mm -hmm. So I, that got me to thinking, well, then what would the purpose of that be? And I started to think, well, what if the universe needed something to observe it so that it could see its own glory, its own beauty, its own majesty, its own existence. Because if you're alone, do you really exist? Sure. I mean, you don't know because there's nothing to, 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 to judge that off well, of, to base that from. It, it's the old, if a bear, if a bear, uh, yeah. if a tree falls in the woods or a bear shit in the woods, whatever, yeah. it's like if a tree falls in the woods and there's the no one there to on hear it. Yeah. And there's no one there to hear it scream. Does it really Which scream? Which then brings into the Does whole, it even exist? Well, that brings into the whole question. Like, if that's, if we're going to go that way, then would that make the universe itself God? I mean. There's no description of what God is. What if? You know, I mean, God existed when he, you know, they, God always was. In the Bible, mm -hmm. God was. Sure. And according to every physicist, the universe always has been in whatever form, 
yep. it's always, whether it's expansion it's contraction but it's always it's always had this cycle of so, expansion contraction you know i mean yeah i mean you, you go down this and then it's like every every kind of like connection that's made from there it all shows how when you say that there's a, a a divine will or or a direction through this panpsychism, it's like, yeah, everything does. Everything will do, you know, will tend to this motion, will tend to this direction mm-hmm. in order to create this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's like nothing is random. Even the smallest of protons have an exertion of will. Sure. And it's it's it, when I was listening to this, I was like, so I've just really been a philosopher my entire fucking life is what is what I'm hearing, because it's like, you know, I don't I'm not a scientist. I'm not a practicing experimental scientist. I, I everything that I know I hear from other people or I have put together in my own head, which then I ask my own questions and I search for my own answers, which is fucking philosophy. I don't mm-hmm. know how you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of. I don't know, just kind of, it, it was fucking with my, my whole sense of being for a while. Is that? That's you. Oh, that is me. That is my daughter. We'll get back to her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Beth. She got engaged. She did. She did. Congratulations. You know, and, and it's like. reality is is so it shouldn't exist like 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 none of this should even be here yet here we are experiencing something you know and then and then you have these scientists that are now saying that even like you i want you to understand this here's here's a reality for you you've never ever done anything that wasn't within the distance of you to react uh, to, to 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 make the motion to do it mm-hmm. everything you've ever interacted with has been within arm's distance of you of course yeah how great you know but i mean but like really think about that like like obviously i mean obviously but it's like you've never done anything you may have started a process well, I think but you you've never done anything that was not within arm's distance of you. So I think to put some some color on that that conversation, if if you think about the vastness of this universe, and really when you think about the vastness of it, the lack of mass that is actually in this universe in comparison to the vastness of it, for, to number one be in a spot to where enough molecules or enough enough elements have come molecules bad word enough elements have come together to create a planet, let alone a planet that has just the right amount of elements and types of elements for that to magically grow into some primordial soup for um, life to figure out how to do things like um, you know create cells and become multicellular organisms and then on top of that to reproduce well that's also what i'm talking about because they that's have the found color, right they have found uh recently i read this article that they found the the carbon building blocks for life on meteors mm-hmm. and then they're you know they're already very very positive that like 
probably most, if not all, of the water on this planet came from being bombarded by comets. Sure. Ice, ice comets. Yep. That would make sense. For, you know, millions of years. Yep. And, yep. Uh, I mean, more than likely, we had some about 12,000 years ago that hit us, too, or at least fragments of comets. Uh, I mean, the younger, driest all, stuff. They I don't, hit us all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, it, it, it was messing with my head this, this whole week. It was... Like here, here's something. Yeah, you always have uh, entanglement, quantum entanglement. Yep. And everybody has it wrong. Everybody thinks because it's been described wrong, wrongly, that if two particles are entangled, then you can influence one by messing with the other, and that's not how that works at all. It's not how quantum you can works only, anyway. You can only. It's the the the. The experiment was was explained in a, in a very simple way. If I put two envelopes, and in each envelope I put a piece of paper that says plus one and minus one, shuffle them around and send them to two different people. Right now, those envelopes could have either or. So they're in a superposition. Sure. Yep. And this is what I was trying to talk to you the other day about speed of information being faster than the speed of light. Mm-hmm. If I sent one to you and I sent one to me and you didn't open yours, but I did, then I know what's in yours immediately. Instantaneously. Yeah. And that's what that's what quantum entanglement actually is. It's like those two things can exist in whatever. And once you measure one, you know what the other one is. Interesting. That's what the entanglement is. That's what the spooky action. That that's, it, it's not so much that you've changed anything. It's not so much that you've caused any difference at all. It's just that now you know, because that's the that's the reduction of the wave function. The collapse mm. of the wave function is that the knowledge is now instantaneous. Mm. Okay. Hmm. And to go on the whole quantum thing you know there, there there's now this whole study that says that that your consciousness is more of a quantum field than than a physical aspect of your brain sure it's, it's not just because so many different pieces of you light up when you're in conscious thought that it's not just a localized it's not your whole brain it's not just a localized piece of your brain so now the thought is that it's actually a, a more of a quantum thing happening around your brain that's interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Because that's always bugged me. Like, you and I are made up of carbon and oxygen atoms and, uh, you know, calcium, iron, mm-hmm. all these all these yep. things, these these billions of, of tiny trillions of tiny little atoms clumped together. And, like, at some point, that separates itself from the rest of the world and becomes a... A, a Nick Williams or a Neil Dutzman. Mm. It's like, wh- at what point does those, do those atoms develop consciousness mm-hmm. and ego and become from trillions of separate atoms to I am? You know, it, it's, it, <clears throat> I don't know if you can see, I'm struggling, like even to talk about it, it's, it's really been affecting me this week, this whole, what if, what if this entire universe was designed and created to create a being like us? 
like with its with its rules for for reality like we, we've said it a bunch of times in this podcast like just the fact that we have liquid water on a planet just it's crazy that's the the, the chances of that happening are astronomical well, because the like, even think of the like just for, the chances... for liquid water to exist is such a small space between solid and gas yes yeah to like have a planet number one that has the right pressure and the right temperature for it to exist in this in a water in a liquid form and it just happens to have enough whether it was through bombardment from comets or or whatever else it just happens to have a enough water for life to spring from that and then just the whole thought process of how we went from nothing to this yeah is mind-boggling to me and well yeah because i mean you're trying to think of a span of time that makes no sense doesn't make any sense i mean well and we'll never experience time long enough to make heads or tails of that as a human being you know what i mean here's an argument here's a thought that that will it won't mean anything like you today are closer to the existence of the tyrannosaurus rex than the tyrannosaurus rex was ever in distance to the stegosaurus right that's crazy to me. So all those all those old cartoons where Stegosaurus where they were fighting the shit each other. Out of the, yeah, they yeah. never even. Never there's ended. like 160 million years between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the span of time doesn't make it doesn't that's 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 un. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, time is. Time unless is you're, unless you're massless, time exists. Time exists. Yeah, I just think that it's interesting that that this universe has the properties that it has. And not only that, but it also has all of these extended properties that we're starting to find. And you know what? Quantum entanglement being a good one, right? Like information all of a sudden looks like it happens instantaneously. What's crazy is that that was brought up to Einstein after his theory of relativity came Mm -hmm. out. And he he did not like the idea of quantum entanglement. He did not like the idea of... Because he doesn't understand how to describe the force behind it. But what if data doesn't have any mass? In, in our particular universe. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, and that, that was another thing. Because a was... massless item would be able to be in all points at one time, theoretically, correct? Well, if you think about it, if you were to possess consciousness as a photon, then the entire universe beginning to end happens in the same instant. Sure. Because there is no time. Yeah. Right. You know, You'd be able to travel it's... to any point on the map. Until you're observed. Exactly. Which, if you were massless, you travel as a wave, and unless the measurement, and and you know, again, that was something else. <laughs> that was something else that got brought up in one of these things is is how human. There's a, there's a there's a thought experiment that says that uh, in quantum mechanics, actually, that says that for the waveform to absolutely collapse and for the information to be known, there has to be a human consciousness or or, or a conscious decision to know that information that any process will remain and all steps of that process will remain in that superposition of all states until the measurement and while the measurement does come with instruments the final knowledge comes from you excuse me I keep burping so there's you know, there was always a lot of scientists, and and Neil deGrasse Tyson was one of them that said, you know, he'll be the first one, to be like, like, like that. 
observation does not mean human intervention. It just means measurement from whatever interferometer or, or other piece of equipment that you're using. But then you have these strength theorists that are like, absolutely not. It takes a human mind or, or, or not, maybe not a human mind, but a mind that's capable of, of, of understanding the measurement for the wave function to fully collapse and for that light wave to become a particle and for that, you know, whatever quantum thing you're looking at to once it collapses, then every other step of the process solidifies into where it is. So do you think that human consciousness has an effect on reality around us? Yeah. Okay. I, I, in, I what, actually, in what ways do I you actually think? do. Well, I mean, I happen to agree with I you mean, on well, that. I mean, if you think about it, I mean. I'm just curious what you think. Well, when you do make an observation of anything around you and then your thought process kicks in and you react to the information that you've just been handed and then you're going to make decisions based on that. So therefore, you're already affecting the reality that you just finished, you know, observing. So, yeah, you're already changing to the environment that's been presented to you mm -hmm. and. Yeah. Well, it's like the whole thing. Like, like when you leave, do you when you leave my house, do you even exist? Well, the other way around. When I leave your house, do you exist? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not if I'm not unless able to I'm, observe unless you, I'm, right? Unless I'm, you know, talking to you. Well, like, that's one of the things that I think, like consciousness has, is the ability for us to observe ourselves too, right? Like, our reality is just us observing ourselves, interacting with everything around us, yeah. right? But like. Like the, the rock outside doesn't have that frame of reference. No, the rock is the people's chosen and he does what he wants. It gives you the people's elbow. <laughs> if you smell. Okay. I just, I, I find it interesting that science itself is becoming, especially when you're talking theoretical science, it's becoming more and more philosophical questions than mm -hmm. it is hard scientific questions because these are things that you can't prove at all in fact some of it doesn't even have math you know it, it, some of it is so theoretical that they're just asking questions and trying to put in what their knowledge and whatever the the their best guess well it would be like the the early religions, right? Like they were trying to just, that's kind of where I was to, going with Yeah. It. They were just so, trying to put words to what they were seeing I mean, and if, what they if, were feeling and experiencing. If you think about it, all mythology and most religion is, is just trying to answer the questions that you can't answer with your own physical limitations. Why does rain happen? Why, what is lightning? Why is the wind? Why is the wind angry? You know, I mean, so they had to since they especially in Cedar Rapids. It seems so, like Cedar Rapids gets nailed with wind since, all the time. You know, I, I mean, Sorry, think, guys. think about <laughs> think think back to you know, back in the caves. You know, I mean, a tornado comes through. Like they know they couldn't make that tornado, so clearly there had to be a super being that made it. Right. Yeah. Know? And and but now progress 
progress a few thousand years to where we have more scientific answers for a lot of these phenomena. And then it becomes not so much the search for God. It's, it's almost as though some of us believe that the search for God is over and we found him. So now we're asking ourselves questions. We're asking, we're trying to solve the universe's major dilemmas without going to the divine. Mm. We're just going into ourselves. That's just my take on it. I, I often wonder, is that the right thing to do? Like, I think it's the only thing to do. I mean, because you can't, I mean, it's, it's, if you're a rational thinking person, and I don't, you don't have to be rational. If you're a thinking person, then the only thing you know is you. Of course. It's the only thing yeah. you can know. Yeah. I mean, like I, can know, I can know Neil, but I can know, know Neil I mean, as far as how you present yourself can, to me. Can I right? be certain that you, even though I'm looking at you and talking to you, can I be certain that you're not just a figment of my mm, imagination? It's a perfectly good explanation for me to be an NPC just as much yeah, as I am exactly. a Nick. So, like, yeah. at, at the end of it... And vice like, versa, by the way. Just well, so yeah. You know. No, I I actually am. Yeah. You're hell of a chat, GP, <laughs> chat, chat GPT, by the way. <laughs> but that's 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 the thing, you know? that that's, that's what's fucking me up about reality is, like, who's to say what reality fucking is? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we have some, some biological and chemical and physical laws that tell me what the things are around me. But who's to say that that's any of that is? I have a question. <laughs> what Good, if consciousness? I was about to lose my own fucking mind. What if consciousness was the thing that came first, before the universe? Um, it did. Remember, God. Remember? Well, I mean, God was the first consciousness. Well, sure. If you I'm take it from a religious, I'm just context, saying. If, if you want to look I'm at saying, it, I'm or, saying, I'm saying, so even, all of the con- even what I was thinking before, if the universe itself is conscious, then that would be the first thing was so, the consciousness. So if if the universe itself is conscious, does that mean that we're just extensions of that consciousness living mm-hmm. inside of itself? Did, didn't you see that YouTube video? We're the search program. Oh, is that it? Is that why everything looks like search code to us? <laughs> When we start getting down there too far, well, that's a thing know, too. Then, by the way, then that blew fucking, Neil deGrasse Tyson's that, mind. That fits. Honestly, that fits a lot of other things too. Like we're always searching, always. There, so, there's always an unanswered question, and it's in our nature to answer that question. So, so it's so, who we are. So if consciousness was the first thing, and we're just an extension of that consciousness, then this universe was created from the consciousness. Mm-hmm. That we exist in. That we exist in. So mm-hmm. our consciousness is what's experiencing this life mm-hmm. and is a part of a greater consciousness that created mm-hmm. this life to start with. And and the like I said, the funny thing is... is it I, sounds I, really, really religious and, and Christianic. Um, actually, it sounds a lot more uh, Hindi. Mm, yeah. Or... I always get that wrong. It's not the Hindus. It's the the Brahmas that the ones that worship the bull god. The ones that th- think the cows are sacred mm. because those Hindus their their god is a bull, and that's the bull god that fell asleep and shattered. Yeah, and it's, we're a, all... it's a good thing that nobody listens to this yeah. program because of the the factual content that comes yeah, out of here. Right. <laughs> we don't even know. Oh, you know it, those guys. It's it. it oh, the there is a guys. religion in the in the. 
in China, in East Asia that believes that a God fell asleep and shattered and we are all a piece of that God experiencing existence through a mortal lens because you as an immortal being or as a God would not be able to experience life like this Yeah, with the uncertainty and the fear and, you know, the limited decisions that you can make based on the environment that you're in. So, yeah, I mean, it's just funny to me that so many different trains of thought are all kind of on the same track, Mm. have different names for different things and different, you know, levels of absurdity, but they're all kind of going in the same fucking direction. Yeah. You know, and I think that a lot of them also kind of teach a lot of the core things, right? Like there, there's something bigger than you out there, you know? So there's, there's a way to live that is very fulfilling. You know, there's, there's a way to look at life, look at life with grateful eyes and not, you know. So I don't know if you pay attention to Russell Brand. I do. I like Russell. I, I uh, you know that my problem gone. though is I can't listen to him for like more than ten minutes at a time, and most of his things on YouTube are twenty five minutes, and he's, I get I get about ten minutes, and I'm like ah, I gotta get for out. For anybody here. who's not current on <laughs> Russell Brand, he he went from being like the well, he the, was the kind jerk, of the poster the boy comic, of the left, wasn't the, he? Like the jerk comic, fucking. You know, I would have I would have put him in the like loony left side back when he was getting a start. He had he was a big drug addict. He had this huge epiphany where he just realized a bunch of like so many absurdities, so many things that are just like, why is this not? And like now he says these things that are just he said this thing. He's like, I want to get this right. The fact that we as human beings strive to attach a divinity, we, we points to the fact that there might be a divinity for us to try to aspire to. Meaning that even without any knowledge of a religion, you will find something to worship. Yeah. Whether it be yourself. I think that's true. Yep. Whether it be your hobby whether it be another person, we always put something above us out of reach or what we think is out of reach and we worship it. Yeah. There's, it doesn't, and it doesn't have to be a God figure. It can be whatever, especially, well, it can be uh, other humans, it especially can be in this, the, in yeah. this age where, to worship a God is, is frowned upon again. Like we've gone almost full circle. Like it's almost, you know, pro, you know, persecutional anymore. Again, to, to say you worship a God, you know, like, how dare you? Like, this is the age how, of, this what? is the, like the height of the age of reason. There's no God, you know, but, but it's, it's not that we, we find the thing that, that, that makes us feel better. And then we will in a sense, worship it. Sure. 
and we'll feed it and we'll we'll and heaven forbid anybody talk shit about the thing that we worship because <laughs> we will fucking fly on you with a holy terror. Well, especially if we happen to be the uh, popular thing that everybody's worshiping at this time. Yeah. Like, but I, I just there's been cities burned down for that. Y'all, y'all, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Look up some of his recent stuff. The man is yeah, Russell's good stuff. He he's is, on Rumble and YouTube. He is the best fucking form of a libertarian that I can ever think of. Like it's because it's not he's not left or right. Oh, I saw this great this great meme. It was uh, the the I know we're getting a little off topic here, no, that's but fine. the the graph of 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 left to right doesn't yeah. go on one line it's on one end is libertarian classical liberal thinking and on the other end it tees out to where left and right yeah. are on this t and we are clear the fuck over here on the complete opposite side of everything yeah. because what people just fail to understand is the left and the right are the same wings the, the two wings of the same fucking bird yeah yep uh, but anyway, back to re- back to. <laughs> Sorry, because I could. We ugh. always end up that way. I know, too. I know. I don't mean to. Well, I mean, just as humanity, we always end up with what we're looking at now, governance-wise. Yeah. Well. Every time. We start off with the best of intentions, like the, the American experiment was a huge, huge thing, never been tried before, supposedly. Did you? Did We've made it two fifty. Has it been 250, 76, 23? Well, Close. I'm, 40, I'm 48, so it's 248. Okay. You were born on the hundo, huh? Nice. I was born in 1975, so yes, sir. 200 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was born on the bicentennial. Yeah, it's so. awesome. Yeah. Um, on the double hundo. But it's... it's I was trying to say you're 148 years old. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, I know it because it's the same age as the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps was also born in 1775. Mm. So... 248 years <clears throat> I just the the whole thinking about everyone and everyone seeing the same information but seeing different worlds was such an amazing thought to me that it just reinforces that idea that we can't we can't all think alike. We can't all react alike. Yet in this day and age, when you react differently, you're you're castrated or castrated. You're Whoa, cast boy! Out. I say you're that's... cast out. You're. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, Maybe sometimes as a man, sometimes, sometimes yeah. it's on. And I mean, it's not women physical. Too. I mean, it's more it's mental. A, yeah. yeah, but you can mental call that a castration. castration yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. It's but you know, the nip, it's the tip, that's it, for sure. It may it, it makes me think that there's no reason for any of us to think the same or to expect anybody else to think the way we do. Yet we do. We we expect people to see the things that we see, and then then when when they don't understand it, like how how can you not fucking see it? It's right there in front of your fucking face, you know. But it's like, but no, that's what's in front of your fucking face. That's not what's in front of somebody else's face. And I know I went from physics to philosophy like that. That was a straight philosophical thing. But it's like it, it still makes sense because we process all of this shit. And it's, it's like we're so much similar that we we obtain the information the same way through the same five senses. Mm-hmm. Actually, I guess they're saying we actually have like seven or ten. I don't fucking know. Uh, Pluto's not a planet either. Yeah, it's fine. Know. 
they can kiss my ass, please. The fucking planet. <laughs> Fuck Neil deGrasse Tyson. Fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for finishing that. <laughs> But it's that simple fucking process. It's like they're they're discovering the the gravitational, you know, they they found the the cosmic microwave background. Now they're discovering the cosmic gravitational wave background. And it started off as a, as an experiment from you know what it's like. The the uh, Einstein had this theory, this problem. What it was like to stand outside of a house and watch somebody fall. Like the difference between those two viewpoints, the person falling and the person watching it, mm. how, how time's different, how uh, gravity itself is different, you know, because gravity for somebody falling is the same as gravity for someone weightless in space and gravity for someone in accelerating space is the same as gravity standing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's. But that, you know, that that little thought project brought us to now discovering that there are gravitational waves all over. It's like looking at the surface of a pond. It's not flat. There's always always ripples, always ripples. Of course. And if you think if you look hard, you can trace those ripples back. And and now and now we're discovering this whole fucking thing. And it's like that brought that straight back to my head about people in general, like. We all have, the, you know, we all, it all starts so fucking small. And from there, the ideas will, will conglomerate and get, you know, merge. And, and pretty soon you've got massive, just, just process, you know, just, just massive. I don't know. I, I fucking don't know what I'm tr- words suck. Words suck. But, but it, it just, it blows my mind that we're all expected to view the world the same way, even though none of us view the world the same way. Because no matter how you and I look at it, you're not, you're not inside me. So you can't ever have the point of view that I have. Like physically speaking, you can never have the same point of view, physical point of view, because you're not looking through my eyes. I don't. Even if you're next to me, you're going to see things. Just listen. I don't. I don't have the same genetic makeup as you do. My eyes are not built the same. My optic nerves are not built the same. My brain is not built the same as yours. We are. We are fundamentally different at the DNA level, but we're so similar as well. Like. Yeah, maybe some of the experiences are very similar, but like I, everything that I perceive is going to be different did for fa- you. Did you hear they found a new Homo sapiens species? Oh yeah, in China. They did. Or was it China, Tibet, somewhere in there? Like yeah. fossilized. Yeah. Nice. Brian, they had found this. There, I guess there had been a jawbone for a long time, and this guy found a skull actually a bunch of years ago, but was afraid that with technology and and where he found it, that nothing would ever come of it, so he hid it. And he kept it, and then the, just like recently, they were able to fit that jawbone into this skull. And they're oh, like, shit. we have a complete fucking. They're not the same, but like it still fits. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same shape. Yeah. Interesting. So like, yeah, so there's a whole new subspecies now. Hmm. Get off topic again. <laughs> I do that a lot. I just. So 
I think that is part of the thing that takes me all the way back always to the thing you hate. I, I finish most of the podcasts with be kind. Listen, if, if we're really just pieces of one big universe, all experiencing this universe, like see the beauty in that. But here's, here's the other side of that. Then is any decision wrong? I still think that there is. But if we're if we're just a consciousness experiencing all outcomes, all decisions, all choices, then is there such thing as a wrong choice? Well, is there even a choice? That's really the question. Well, okay, so what if, I'm talking about, there is because that, that's that's the whole point of it is that it, it, there are decisions, there are so choices. The great, the great consciousness gives us all our consciousness well because we're limited we're not the great conscious we're a piece of it mm -hmm. so since we're limited and we don't have all the information right. then we are making choices we are making decisions based on limited information so why wouldn't the great consciousness then just tell us what to do because the great consciousness doesn't exist because okay. we are the great consciousness okay so there is no great because we're all it, it's it's if you want to look at it this way, we are all pieces of it, which means that it itself exists in pieces mm -hmm. that are unaware of each other. Do you think other. there's a purpose behind this then? No. Or do you think that it's just a... I think it's just existence. I think it's just literally experience and... and uh, what if the purpose was for this greater consciousness to better itself what if it was just to have this podcast and then next, maybe and then everything ends maybe because they're like yep nope, that was it that was the pinnacle we've reached it yeah <laughs> they got it maybe it was just one big guessing game let's break myself into trillions of parts and see what ends up happening and you know if i if i figure out that i'm what i am then game over you guys win nice work <laughs> but then you got to look at like what you're saying and then this comes back to the physical reality. Well, I just, I'm trying to discern if, you know, a consciousness that is that massive, why would it, why would it do what it's doing then? Like, I'm just trying because to explore I, I your already theory said, here, I already, I already right? said it. The reason we're doing it's it's just doing what we're doing is because it can't experience this because it's massive. We're tiny. We're small individuals. We're even the tree outside, you know. Compared to the size of the universe, we're we're minuscule, mm -hmm. meaning that we don't have all the the why it why? it can there's on a macroscopic level. Why would something so great decide to split itself up like that? Haven't you ever thought about what it'd like to be an ant? Haven't you ever looked at a bird? And be like, God, I wonder what it's like. To oh, be a I'd bird. love to be able to fly like a bird. Yeah, for sure. Same thing. Yeah, I just what 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 would it be like to experience me? Through other eyes, sure. Th then, then why give us why give us the sense of of right or wrong or duty or anything like that? That's why just not morals. Just put us, no, you know what? Put, but, us, on but, a, put but, us on a path and see where. But we that's go. not that's not that doesn't exist for everyone. Morals don't exist for everyone. Well, no, no. Well, so no, I no, think we, that there is some generic no, positive. Absolutely things. not. Well, absolutely of not. Of course nope. there is. I can prove it. Children that have grown up around no one. Like people, there were there. You know, there's always the stories about children being snatched by, uh, you know, raised by the wilderness, whatever. They don't have morals. 
They don't have, th- there's an entire tribe of, of, of I, I hate to say, we'll say native or indigenous, whatever, on an island outside of India that no one has fucking been to in over 300 fucking years. So there is no way that what you call morals, they have. Okay. They have not been exposed to anything. So are they trying to kill each other and eat each other all the time? They kill and eat whoever lands on their island. But not each other. Well, that's that's not morals. That That's genetic. That, no, that's different. That's assigning no. value. That's assigning no. value to the people that are around you. No, that's... Because though they're all related, that's not a, that's not the same thing. Well, I mean, you're still saying like, okay, mom, I'm not going to kill you. I mean, that's a that's a good thing, right? No, that's that's genetic drive. That's that's a genetic drive. You don't kill what you came from. You don't kill what you produce. Well, I I do think that your argument falls apart a touch there. No, it doesn't. When you're no, talking about that, because that's not a learned behavior. That's just no animals do that, dude. That's sure, not, of so. That's not morals. That's animals do not have fucking morals. Well, I'm just saying. No, 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 that, no, 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 no. There's a certain nope. There's no. Certain your argument goodness. just fucking fell apart because mm. two wolves have cubs. They do not kill those cubs. Sure. Those cubs do not kill some their parents. Do. I think there are some animals that do. Oh well, yeah, a hamster will yeah. fucking eat its own young all the time. But I'm just saying but that's that what I'm that's saying. Not you can't learned... assign you can't assign morals to that. But that's I'm not sa- learned behavior. I'm saying that there's no, it's a part not a of learned that... behavior. It's it's a of genetic it's disposition. Not. Yeah, so it's something that is inherent that you just don't kill your offspring, right? Like okay, that's but I'm not talking about offspring. That that's that's you're comparing apples to oranges here, bud. Mm, that's okay. that's two completely different <laughs> fucking things. <laughs> That's two completely different I mean, things. I, I don't think that anyone inherently has any fucking moral to look at something and be like, that's a good thing, that's a bad thing. Maybe I like it and I don't want to destroy it, but that doesn't mean it's a moral decision to not destroy it. It doesn't mean that I fucking like it. I'm just saying that when it comes to the greater population of humankind is that their their number one thing, more than likely, is probably not to kill another human. No, I don't think so. Oh, I do too. I could take I you do. to I could take you to I think, oh, no. so, I think sociopaths on the other hand nope. have I could no take you to the middle of Africa where there is just tribes of people that right. go that and have kill never experienced anyone other from outside of people. their tribe. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they go and kill other tribes and eat them. Hmm. So no, I don't think that people have I don't think that that human beings have any kind of innate sense that that human beings are sacrosanct or or that you just shouldn't do that because it's a living thing. No, they're a fucking there, there are entire cultures that that made an entire their their entire footprint I think in history. That, I think is that they were completely killing, immoral. I think that these tribes going and killing other people in other tribes is probably more of a learnt behavior. Than, just we can disagree on this. It's okay. <laughs> you and I do disagree on things every now and then. I just I don't. I I'm trying to to appreciate where you're coming from on this, and I don't because listen. I, I think that there's also some inherently really negative things about human beings, especially things like greed and and wanting for yourself more than others. Like those are inherently negative things that humans bring along with them. But there are some inherently positives that the the eighty to ninety percent of the population, if if you know, just said hey. You know, grow up as a population. Mm. They're not going to tr- probably try to kill each other right off the bat. Anyway, what I'm saying is I don't think that. That was a bad aside, by the way. But, I don't think know. a being has. Your own personal morals is that's your own personal decision. I don't think that's anything that's learned or taught or anything. You make your own decisions based on what you view as, as good or bad. And well, those are all different. Yeah. Person to 
Pearson to Pearson. Pearson to Pearson. Piercing to piercing. Maybe that's the thing, right? Person like, to person, everybody makes their own decisions as to what's a good thing in life and what's a bad thing in life. And then they on will the environment that they came save from what they like and destroy what they don't. You think that's more dependent on like the environment they came from, or do you think that's genetics, or do you think that that's just no? I think it's all environment. Part of the piece. I think it's just it's. You think names have to do with anything like what someone's called all of their life? Do you think that has anything to do with their personality? I've always thought so. Really? Yeah. You're one of those people? I just, I feel like so you people think, that are named the same tend to kind of be similar in a lot of ways. So you think, Not that they're the so same So you think people. me and Neil Diamond have anything? Well, I think you're Or a Neil singer. Armstrong? I mean, I, I think that, you know, you could step on the moon someday, oh. you know? You're brave enough. Neil deGrasse Tyson, you Fuck know? That guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you do love to talk about science a lot, so, you know. Yeah, I think for the most part, you know, people like Neil are pretty intelligent and misunderstood people. You know, I think that's just a normal thing for you guys. So, you know, hearts of gold, all that fun stuff. Nick's are always Richards. When I think of your your name, all I think of is a line from Top Secret. She goes, Nick, what does that mean? He goes, I don't know. It's something my dad thought of when he was shaving. (laughs) I'm just a cut. Nick. Just a cut. Just a razor blade cut. I don't know, man. I think that j- just the, the whole overall arching thing of this conversation is that if we do really all have this like amazing connection to this existence, we should take and full advantage of it. Right? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. It, it seems like the more... I'm with you on that. The smaller we get, the more we're going into it, the more it shows that everything is so absolutely connected, either in makeup or in in direction that we're all heading but i mean it's just the simple fact that we're all made up of the same fucking atoms the same material the same the same gluons the same fucking maze like like everything that makes you up makes me up it's like but yet we're such a diverse universe for being made up of the same basic fucking elements yeah it just it, it it blows my mind the scope the vastness and just how much we don't truly know or understand about our own state of being because at the end of the day you're just a sack of neurons trapped in a fucking meat sack yep you know a bunch of neurons that you've never actually seen anything. You only experience what your eyes see. Yeah. Your brain's never seen anything. Correct. Yeah. Your brain's like, never heard anything. It, it's 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 encased. You know, there, there's there's a delay. Yes. Yep. It's it's like not very big. It's like an eighth of a second between when something happens. By the time that information happens and goes through, and gets to your brain, and you react to it. Now your brain's really good. No, so, it's really fast, and it can anticipate things too, which well, is a really interesting to thing get about at. the brain. So, yeah. I've learned that if I'm doing a long drive, and I just want it to get done, I play albums I've listened to a million times because my brain will just skip. Sure, because it knows the music, yep. it knows what's happening. Yep. Especially when I was doing that Lexington route, I'm on the same highway listening to the same music. That 10 hour trip would only take me in my head four or five hours. Sure. Now. That's why the first time you ever go somewhere, it always seems to take forever. 
because your brain can't skip ahead because it doesn't know what it's you're doing. It's experiencing everything new. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's trying to store all of that stuff that it's seeing. So have you ever... Uh, experiencing. Have you ever listened to like a phone? Like, have you ever realized like when someone's talking and then you say something, but they haven't stopped talking and they didn't hear you speak yet? Right. Because there's a delay. Because there's right. a delay. Yep. That's happening to you constantly. Yep. But your brain is so awesome that it's just like, we're just going to erase that one eighth of a second. You're just not going to experience it. Hmm. But it happens constantly. Like, like you, you can see your nose right now. You can't until you can. Right. But it's there the whole fucking time. Right. Right. Your brain Which was just, really funny because when you said that, I immediately saw the outline saw of it. it. Right. Well, I wasn't looking at it before, nope. so it wasn't there. But it's always there. So does my nose really exist <laughs> if I'm not but looking that, at it? But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's always in your field of vision. Yeah. Your brain just says, well, I don't want to see we'll it. We'll just ignore I that. I know it's there. Yep. We're just going to. Yeah. God, that's so cool. Our brain is pretty freaking awesome. Our brain is Seriously. the lazy. Our brain is the laziest organ in our body. <laughs> it only. It literally. It, okay, so it's it has like five percent. It, it has. Yeah, that's such a crap argument. I know, like, right? Like, every part of the brain gets used. Every part of maybe not consciously. Yeah. Maybe you're not in the driver's seat for all mm-hmm. of it, but you're, all of your brain yeah, gets all used brain. all the there's, time. There's stuff firing all over the place up there. I yeah. think. I think that whole thing was misunderstood. I think when the guy said you only use five percent of brain, I think what he was saying is. You only use right. your brain is constantly being used, but you're only occupying consciously with your knowledge and your way of thinking like five percent of it because right. most people are just averagely dumb. You right. Know? Yeah. Um shit. I think our brain uses the fabric <laughs> of reality as a storage medium. You ever well, think about I mean, that? Like, how do well, we how remember much, things? How, our, how are we able to access that stuff? How much stuff? can our brain handle? Like, 10 terabytes of fucking Well, I mean, and you think about, like, the information that we experience on a day-to-day basis. Like, we're filling up that hard drive all the time, you know? But we're also deleting stuff. Correct. Yeah. I just think that... Not so much deleting stuff as compressing and... Because th- if you think about it, if you think back two years ago, you can't remember Tuesday, September the 4th. You, can, you might remember a few things about... 2022 yeah. but you don't remember the whole year yeah you can't go here and, and recount your deeds you know but you, i can't remember what i had for dinner last night but anything that so. did stand out those are still sure. core memories yep yep so you're constantly and anything that you've done repetitively too yeah, right well, like it'll those kick are, out yeah those are things that get they they get kind of stored in a different spot because yeah. they're things you can recall it's almost like without, breathing because yeah. like the other day i was trying to drive down to uh university and mm-hmm. i turned on I turned on Viking. <laughs> I just did it. Because that's yeah. just what I do. And yeah. I was halfway down. I was like, God damn, this is where I want to turn. <laughs> that's but like no, the, with my RC car the, racing. The, like, brain, the more I practice, the better I get at it. You know, The so. brain is, is absolutely the laziest organ in your body. Mm-hmm. If you don't force it to do... Obviously, you're going to blink. You're going to breathe. Mm-hmm. Your heart's going to beat. Those things are going to happen. But if you don't get up and walk, your brain's not going to fucking make you. No, of course not. Yeah. If you... It's something that I learned when I was smoking. You know, the nicotine mimics, uh, I think it's dopamine. Mm-hmm. It fits the dopamine receptors. So when you start smoking, well, the brain's like, well, I don't need to make this fucking substance because it, you're you're full. I'm, I'm so fl- in fact, I'm flushed so with it, it right? Stops. Yeah. So I'm not only just full. Like the only we've problem, got four hundred percent. The only problem is nicotine doesn't last as long. Right. So you have to keep smoking. Yeah. 
But then when you quit smoking, that's it's, where the that's where the physical dependency comes from because your brain's like, I don't want to fucking make this shit again. Yeah. You know, so for like three, four days, you are chewing at furniture because you just but your you, brain's telling you, like, dude, you can go get that shit right now. I don't have to do this. You and I both smoked, right? You used to smoke, yeah, right? I smoked for twenty yeah, and I smoked 24 for years. Twenty some years too. Like there are days I still want one. Oh, absolutely. Like, there are days that my brain Sometimes is, people walk like, by me. I can smell them in other cars. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And I'll be like, oh. Yeah, I had a guy tell me, he's like, well, at least you know, now that you don't smoke, at least you don't want them anymore. I was like, are you fucking insane? Of course I, I want still it do. all the time. Of course I do. Like, just, just remembering the, like, the, the after dinner cigarette or the after sex cigarette, like, like just that, that rush. The, uh, back uh, when I used to like the taste of it, right? Because I've tried cigarettes since I've quit yeah, for a no, while I, now. Like, if I just take one puff, I'm like, I smoked oh, that's, a, that's I smoked good. A, I'm uh, done, done. I smoked a Swisher the other yeah, night. Yeah. And I actually took a little bit of it to the lungs. I was like, uh, mm. No, man, we used no, to rip you. that shit. Oh my god, I used to smoke. There was a time where I was putting a little bit more in a pa- about a pack, pack and a half a day. Yeah, I was smoking. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it wasn't like we were smoking easy ones either. Like I was doing Reds and shit back uh, in the day. You know? I started like, with Winston Reds. Yeah. was my first god, one. Those were good too. And Winston then I smoked Camel Wides for yeah. the longest time. Rhino. I always think of Rhino. Marble Reds. Like yeah. I, I never. Well, let me see. Mar- Marlboro's are cowboy cowboy killers. Yeah, that's Winston's cowboy were cow killers. Cow killers. <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding. Winston's didn't fuck around. No, dude. I know those they, things they, hurt. Yeah, those, those hurt. things hurt. Camels were always Newports. really smooth. I smoked a shit ton of Newports. Yeah, I didn't get, ever get into Newports. Some I cools loved every them. now and then. I loved Newports because yeah. it was like smoking Vicks bent, yeah. menthol rub. Like it's like my lungs are clean. <laughs> Virginia Slims. I have had a Terryton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and those long, thin, fucking yeah. almost like like my mom was a Vir- straws. My mom was a Virginia swim, Virginia swim, Virginia slim one twenty gal. So oh, she'd have to have the extended, oh my extended lighter to be able to light the well, other. Well, yeah, because this is the end of your reach. <laughs> those but are my is, first cigarettes, of course. You know, because you know I just stole from mom and dad for, out of the cigarette trays or whatever. But they, this is all what I'm talking about from a philosophical point of view. Like yeah. it's 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 crazy. Like how different you and I, while yeah. being very similar. Let me, uh, let me go ahead. Oh, here we go. I'm on vacation. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. We're 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 very we're very similar people, and that's part of the reason that we're such good friends. But we're also so different in so many ways too, and that's what brings color to your lungs. So <laughs> <laughs> what brings color to our relationship. <laughs> Tried to hold it. That's <laughs> what brings color to life too. We brought some color to Neil's uh, life. Hello. More of a greenish color. Hello. Uh, We're not Joe Rogan. But <laughs> <laughs> Which he has Post Malone on for four hours and 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've been listening to that one. It's pretty hilarious, actually. Post is pretty good. I just, I wanted to get this out today because yeah. it's like, it's... Such good stuff. It's... Everything about us, it just turns out to be, while there is a physical law, it's just everything is so subjective. Well, and I think time is subjective. Pain is subjective. Fucking experience is subjective. Yeah. Because it's all deterministic upon a point of view. Yeah. You know, how do you see it? Yeah. How do you measure it? I think that's why often, too, like the things that are the smallest in our life are the biggest. Right? Yeah. Like it's the it's the little things like just 
watching like a movie night at home with the kids or you know just that that quick shared meal that you happen to have because your schedules are so crazy or or this podcast that I do with you every week like it's it's all of these little things that are the things that bring color and 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 really life to life because if if this bigger thing wanted to experience the huge things in life it could do it yeah it, that's what I was trying to get right? at earlier like this, it's, it's looking at the micro not microscopic but yeah. It's 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 a smaller it's a it's a more pointed point of view. It's yeah. not a it's not an overarching see all. It's 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 confining itself to 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 this. Yeah, I just I just think being being you and being good in your own skin and experiencing being, life, be, be, just experience life. Like, being me is always good. Like love love and 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 be happy and and try to find whatever piece that this life is meant and for you. I'll tell and you what, you've, you've said those words to me recently and I'm telling you, I am I'm really embracing that lately. Like just, to. just being happy in the moment yeah. and yeah. being in the and, moment, but, I think is the thing that still, I could tell most people to do more of still having not letting go of, and you know what I mean, but not letting go of love, not letting because it, it is precious. Once you once you have it, you can let go of things without having to let go of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you don't don't have to get let go of love. Ever doesn't matter. Now, I used to think I was such a hard ass till I met you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you saying I'm softening the, yes, the heart? It's, it's, yeah. it's like you're the microwave that the tub of butter has gone into. <laughs> and I'm just getting warm and gooey. You know, man, I just, I, I think at the end of the day, like, I, I look at this life and I say to myself, like, well, a couple of things, like. Uh, like, so wow, just, what a huge dick you have. Like, I think it's a very, like, we, we talk about other people being NPCs all the time, right? <laughs> I. I'm going to put this out there. I don't believe that other people are NPCs because I do believe that we are a collection of people that are, are trying to experience this life in our own ways. Are we, or am I the only real one? Well, that's between you and your higher consciousness, I guess. But I know that for me, everybody else is just trying to fucking make it too. And like to give a little bit of grace and a little bit of kindness goes a long way. And I think that if everyone did that, like it would be really easy my, to do. My but way it's of not, giving people it's not always that way. My way of giving people grace and kindness is just giving them room to not be near me. God, that's that's a really, you know, you, that that is a, a spot on thing though. Like giving the people, like some sometimes you just have to not be around people. Yeah. Sometimes that's just the way it has to be. Yep. And that's the way you love them. Yeah, it's the way you love yourself sometimes too, and you have to. You have to have a measure of love for yourself too. I mean, <laughs> listen, you're a part of this universe. I and you're a consciousness, and will and be a, the first to tell you that I love me more than I probably have a right to. Well, I think if you put it into those terms, you can say that you love yourself for the peace of consciousness that you have in this world, and. 
if you believe that this person across the table is not just an NPC or a figment of your imagination, then you all these <laughs> like you have to give me that same thing, right? And then you give the sometimes, other people around you those same things. And, sometimes I think you're my Jiminy Cricket. Mm, could be it. That could be it. My conscious keeping me in line. I wish I could do his voice. That's been a perfect spot. You know, I, I can't song, even, I don't like, even remember what his voice sounded like. No, why do I always think he sounds like an old man? I don't know. He didn't. <laughs> what else you got? Anything no, else? that was it. I think that's pretty I'm good stuff. I'm about to go on vacation for a week, so. Ooh. Is there a, uh, is there, where are you heading? Any, well, I shouldn't say where are you heading. You're just going to go hang out with some family, right? Yeah, back down, back home. I'm going home. God, hello to the southern states. Yeah. I'm going to spend some time in Charleston. I need to get back in the ocean for a minute. Well, I, I need I, to reconnect. Yeah, you need to, to go out and feel this world a little bit, brother. So I'm happy for you to be able to go do that. Um, God, you know, just um, go and experience life, man. Like, just go be you. Go know what? Be I'll you, tell you what. You know? I've lived 48 years, and I have done... I have done some shit in my time. Yeah. I have lived. I had the family I wanted, the house I wanted, the job I wanted. I'm, I'm, I'm really good. Pretty lucky guy. I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, if, if it was over today, if today was the last page of my book, I don't think it was a waste. I think I did exactly what I was supposed to do. I lived as hard as I could. I loved as hard as I could. I enjoy telling people to get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> and when I look at the world, I see... I actually see a beautiful place now where 10, 15 years ago I didn't. So... I. I it's really easy to be cynical about this world because not everything that happens to you is in your control or something that you want. And no, like, I'm trying to, to be, you know, to be in bad positions and places that you don't want to be in. Boy, that's, it's really easy to get pissed off about life. I'm trying to embrace stoicism more than cynicism mm. anymore. Yeah. Cynicism got me far, but it's not going to, uh, I mean, I could use it to finish the journey, but I'm going to finish it alone because people don't respond to cynicism very well. And I, my friend, am bit. not designed to be alone. <laughs> as much as I hate everyone, yeah, I need people around oh. me. And it took me a long time to realize that I do need people around me. The only thing that I would say, Neil, is that you just got to take every moment and live it, man. Like... Like, you can't ever count yourself in or out. Like, you just got to do and see where it ends up, man. Like, life is life is this really precious gift when it really comes down to it, you know. If our if our theory tonight of the great consciousness is is actually a true thing, like, just the, the privilege to be a part of this, like, to be able to experience this paradise. I mean, really, the earth is a paradise when it comes down to it. To, to be I mean, a part well, of a life. Well, it's literally that, the only planet you can live on. So I mean, <laughs> that we know of at least, right? 
I love every time they find a new planet, it's always like so much worse than uh, I know, before. right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's not great. I, you know, just just uh, you know, throw a little love around and see see how much. Uh-huh. You know. I'd like to throw some love around. <laughs> We got to get out of here. Yeah, All right. Yeah, go. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us for another deep cut. What were we going to call this again? Deep dive, deep cuts. I can't remember what we said on the site, but whatever it is, we'll we'll name it. I think it should be something about just philosophical ramblings on life. Philosophical ramblings on life. I love it. All right. Life and reality. Okay. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate everything and uh especially you you know who you are yeah. that one yeah yeah you and also yeah, we, we love you and also for me it's you oh yeah yeah don't forget about you yeah remember you know who i'm talking about oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. see ya <laughs>